I'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsor. If you have a laser device for training and you want to take it to the next level, or if you're looking to get into using a laser device for training, check out the products at laserapp.com. L-A-S-R-A-P-P.com. You can use code CSP2021 for 15% off the items you've selected. And thanks for checking them out. Welcome to this week's edition of the Casual Shooters Podcast, your premier podcast for the casual shooter. This week you have me, Dave, and we have a guest. This week we have on Team Hold My Beer member, Matt Hempel. Matt's a CO, a Carry Optics GM in Area 8 and a rising star in the USPSA. Let's bring him on. How you doing, Matt? Good. How you doing? Good. Why don't you take a moment and introduce yourself? Uh, Matt Hempel. I'm a carry optics and production grandmaster. I've been shooting for three years, USPSA. Um, and I'm out of New Jersey. Okay, out of New Jersey. And you've only been shooting for three years? Yes, competition. Okay, wow. Well, that didn't take long. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was quick. Okay, well, we usually ask a few questions to get started, kind of warm up thing, kind of get to know our guest, okay? So it, since it's just me, I'm going to be asking all of them. All right. So number one, what's your favorite movie? Uh, it's got to be Braveheart. Oh, good one. Yeah. Classic. Okay. What about favorite book? I've only really read one book front to cover and it was really good. And that was uh, American Sniper, Chris Kyle's book. Oh, okay. What made you decide to pick up that one and read it? I was uh, injured in boot camp, and I had nothing else to do. <laughs> I was laying in my rack all day. Really? Yes, sir. How did you... Okay, hold... Now, that's contraband <laughs> in boot camp. How did you get a hold of a book? They had them in the... Uh, they had books in the... Uh, I can't remember what the Herb Platoon was called, but whatever they called it, they had books there for us because we weren't doing anything anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's pretty wild. I had no idea. So you had like your own little library. Yeah. Most of them had pages missing. So, <laughs> well, but that one odd. didn't. Well, you know how it is at boot camp. <laughs> Nothing's nice. Yeah. Nothing's too nice there. <laughs> right. So where did you go to Paris Island? Yes, sir. Now, does, did you stay within your battalion in that platoon or did you? No, I got dropped. I was in Fox or I was in Bravo company. And then when they picked me back up, I went to Fox. Okay. How long were you there? Uh, extra month. So four months. Oh, okay. Not too bad. Okay. Now, Huggy's favorite question is who is your favorite superhero? Superhero? It's gotta be Batman. Okay. And why? Cause he does it all with no superpowers. He's okay. That seems to be the, uh, the trend when people say Batman. Your favorite gun and caliber? Uh, it's probably a CZ seventy-five and nine millimeter. As I shoot, I shoot CZ seventy-five Shadows SPL ones. Okay. I really enjoy shooting that gun. What is it about that gun that you like? I just shoot it really good. You know, I had I've had some trouble with them, but that was on my fault. Come to find out. Okay. <laughs> so they just fit you well, huh? Yeah. I tried uh, switching to a Glock this year because I didn't shoot for like four months after Nats and I picked up the Glock and I shot that for a about a month and I went back to the CZs right before Area 6 just because I couldn't get comfortable with the Glocks. Okay. Now, why why the change? What made you... I had uh, some issues I was messing with. Uh, uh, I had a lot of malfunctions last year at Majors and come to find out it was my ammo. <laughs> Oh, run them a little had bit. that problem before. Run them a little bit too long, but I got that sorted out. Okay. I fixed how it right you before Nationals, so that's why I had a pretty good Nats. Mm, how did you figure out it was the overall length? Uh, it was just what happened was uh, I switched bullets, and I didn't really think nothing of it, but were they, uh, were they just a little bit longer? I was running through the lands just to touch. It would only happen like one in 900 rounds I'd have it, but then for whatever reason... 
it always happened at a major, not at locals or practice. Oh, wow. Holy so I got cow. that figured I... out. Okay. We had that problem at Nats two years ago and ended up having to buy ammo at Frostproof. <laughs> oh, wow. It, yeah, it was pretty significant. Same thing. Changed the bullets. Didn't realize needed to change the depth of the seating of the projectile. And there you have it. Yeah, you can cause some trouble when you start switch, switching stuff. <laughs> Holy cow, it's amazing. All right, so when did you first shoot a gun? I think I was six years old, probably around six or seven. Okay. Have you, now you said you're in New Jersey. Have you always lived in New Jersey? Yes, sir. Born and raised. Okay. So you, your first shooting of a gun was in New Jersey. Was it on a farm at somebody's house? Or it was on, range? it was on right in my backyard. I live out. A lot of people don't realize like New Jersey's got a lot of rural areas and I live in one of them. So I live out in the country. I grew up hunting. It was a, my first gun I ever shot was a 410 single shot shotgun. Okay. And that's what you hunted with, I take it? Uh, no, I, when I started hunting, I moved up to a 20 gauge and then eventually a 12. Okay. And what do you hunt? Pheasants and ducks. So I actually had it written down that you hunt and I had, uh, so you answered, what do you hunt? But. For dinner time, what's your preferred animal of choice? <laughs> Probably a cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, game birds, what's uh, for dinner? <laughs> game birds. I, I really enjoy like a like a mallard or a teal. They're really delicious ducks. Okay. Pheasant tastes just like chicken, so you can get that anywhere. Yeah, but the I duck duck has a unique, unique duck has a unique taste to it. I really enjoy it. Are they greasy? No, not really. I kind of, uh, I like keep them up and uh, broil them and maybe put some, wrap them in bacon sometimes. They're really good. Okay. Yeah, now you're making me hungry. Hawaiian rub or barbecue is how I cook those. They're delicious. <laughs> so you were in the Marines. Obviously, we were just talking about that. And what did you do in the Marines? I was an F-18 engine mechanic. Now, how did you, was that random or did you go in guaranteed that? I got, I went and guaranteed that and then okay, realized I, I didn't like it as much as I thought of, thought I would. <laughs> now, why did you think you would like it? I, I've uh, always been a mechanic my whole life, like working on stuff at the farm or working on my own cars. I got an old Challenger I tinker with from here to there. And then uh, so, I've always in, uh, been fascinated with like fighter planes from like World War Watching World War II documentaries and stuff like that. I always mm -hmm. wanted to work on fighter planes, and that's what I did. Okay. It's probably a lot easier to work on them back then. They're a little more carbureted and less electronic. Yeah. <laughs> now, having looking back, if you had the opportunity to pick a different MOS, what would you pick? I don't know. I, I kind of wish I went infantry just to, be, to get that experience. I feel like uh, all the, my friends in Marines that went infantry, like the camaraderie they had was just stronger than what we had on the wing side. Don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, a lot of those guys are still my brothers, but we weren't as tight as I thought we would have been. Okay. I get that. I kind of see where that would play out. So when you grew up, I don't want to say on a farm, but you grew up in a rural area. Yes, sir. You, you, you shot. Were you homeschooled? No. And how tall are you? Six foot. Okay. So you meet the minimum requirements there. Be national champ. You're okay. You're still <laughs> on track. It seems like those who were homeschooled grew up on a farm and are six feet or taller seem to have all the, uh, the traits for national champion. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so we, we now screen everybody. <laughs> I didn't grow up on a farm, but my uncle owns a farm right down the road, and that's where I spent a lot of my time as a child. There you so. go. Close enough. I had a cornfield across the street from me when I grew up. so That's close enough. I'm going to count. Exactly. <laughs> so how did you end up finding USPSA or the shooting sports in general? So um, what really piqued my interest as a younger 
kid was watching Top Shot. And then I honestly kind of forgot about it. And when I was uh, I was uh, in Japan for two years. And the base was on lockdown. And uh, I got into video games. And you, uh, a guy in my Discord, he shot USPSA out in Colorado. And he would put his videos in the Discord. I'm like, what is this? So I, he told me all about it. And I picked his brain for years. And then when I got out, a month later, I shot my first match, and I've been shooting them ever since. Now, did you shoot it with a with a CZ when you got out, or did you start with something I else? shot my first match with what was my carry gun at the time, was the PO7. I shot that for two matches. And then I shot a Glock 34 that I had had for a while, too. And then I think my fourth match, I finally got my CZ, my uh, 75 SP1. Okay, so how, all right, so you, a P07 is what you shot initially, then a Glock 34. How did you end up choosing the 75? Well, uh, in New Jersey, you have to wait a while to get approved for a, pist a, a pistol permit. Okay. So I had already bought the SP01 Shadow before I started, but I was waiting to get it. So I was just trying out different guns before oh. I got it. So it was my first three matches were first two P07, and the third one was a Glock, and then 75 from there on. So they were basically fill-ins until you got your gun. Yeah, I was just waiting. <laughs> okay. All right. And I guess you shot your first two matches like, yep, I like this. Can't wait to get my gun. Yeah, I got DQ'd my first two matches. Both of them? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. What happened there? So the first one, I broke the 180. 100% my fault. And the third one, or the second one, I uh, shot the whole match. I actually think I won. And then uh, I was... I. Saw a guy walk up to a table and put his gun away. I walked up there, and this grumpy old RO yelled at me, and that was in the safe table. So he DQ'd me after the match was over. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I was pretty Man. upset about that, but I, bet. I, I stuck with it. So there was a chance you won your second match. I believe I did. My friend Glenn would know because he, he won that match, and I met him at my first match. We were real good friends. It was between were me and him. shooting production at the time yes sir yep okay wow I sh shot production for the first year year and a half and then i went to carry optics so did you make gm and production before you switched no i made gm and carry optics first and then i was like i'm gonna go back and make gm and production over the winter and i made it my first match and haven't shot it since <laughs> all right we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> okay that's hilarious all right we're gonna have to come back to that let me write something down here because I want I want to come back to that. Uh, well, you know what? We'll do it right now. So there's been discussion in past episodes where um, I have been trying to get Huggy to switch to carry optics. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I need to master production first. I need to master these iron sights. And everybody we've talked to, like, if you shoot carry optics... You'll actually see more with your sights, and it will actually help you with production. Agree, disagree? Agree to an extent, yes, for sure. Okay. Because uh, you can see, I, I dry fire. You can see all my dry fire targets behind me. Uh, you can you learn so much more from dry firing with the dot, for sure. Because, okay. you, like, you know, with iron sights, when you call a bad shot, you're like, I think I have my sights lined up. With the dot, you're like, yeah, I had no idea where that dot was, or it was high left, or it's okay. so much more feedback. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's basically what they were saying. Okay. All right. So there we go. I'm going to have to uh, make sure he listens to this portion of the episode again. Now you, okay. So your first year and a half was all production. At what point did you decide you were going to put a dot on your gun? When nobody was shooting production anymore, <laughs> I got tired <laughs> okay. of I got tired of going because I, I just sh I shoot a lot of locals and I was tired of going to locals and having a bad match and only competing against the same five guys. So uh, mm. there's a lot of carry optics heat where I live. You got Jeff Emmerich, he's a super squad guy. Luke Cow, he's a super squad guy. We all kind of shoot together. And then uh, I was like, I got to chase these guys because that will tell me where I'm where I need to improve. So I started chasing those guys. Okay. Yeah, Luke shoots uh, around here too, and I'm in yeah, Virginia. Yeah, Luke. Luke, so. Luke travels the whole East Coast. He's everywhere. Yeah, but uh, there's a there's a lot. 
there's two or three locals that we we cross paths with each other. Okay. And now, how far from where you live do you travel to shoot locals? Anywhere, anywhere within two hours. We have a lot of good clubs here. I could shoot. Okay, so a ma- I should. I could shoot two matches every weekend within two hours drive. How far south of you is two hours? Like, do you make it to where Delmarva is going to be held? In that's two hours? that's like three hours for me. Okay. That, that's a. I mean, I will shoot that if there's nothing else going on, but I like to keep it within two. So, are you shooting Delmarva? Yes, sir. I'll be there. Okay. What day are you shooting? Sunday. I just got in the match like. Last week, I signed up last minute. I took somebody else's spot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I signed up two weeks ago. But I'm oh, you're going to be there? Yeah, I'll be I'm there Saturday. Saturday. I'll oh, be there you? Saturday. Yeah, I'll be walking. So I have to come find okay. you. Yeah, uh, you, you can't miss me. It's going to be a bright yellow or lime green jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be the one that everybody's wearing sunglasses because I'm so bright. <laughs> All right, so... What are what optic did you go with for your uh, CZ seventy five? Uh, I started with RTS twos. I broke three of those in like a couple months, and then went to SROs. How are and you liking not, that? I have not broke one yet. They've been really good. The only issue with the SRO is on like sunny mornings and kind of get distorted. I'll just throw oh, a okay. piece of tape over it if that happens, and it's fine. Now I haven't had that happen. I do have the. I mine did finally get to the point where you have like the multiple dot looking triangular yeah. dot thing. Because of the sun, right? Ah, uh, I think it's all. It, it looks like it's all the time. Oh, you might have but, to send that one back then. Uh, you know what though? It doesn't seem to affect my ability to accurately hit anything. So I'm like, man, doesn't bother me. So I can, as long as I do everything right, I can hit steel, I can hit paper, I can hit, you know, whatever. So doesn't seem to affect it in that regard. But it, I also have an SRO and I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I do. But, um, I've had, other than that one issue I was talking about in the sun, I've, I have three of them. I've yet to break one. I had what you're talking about with um, a Vortex. And there was twice here at Fredericksburg I was shooting the same stage, almost the exact same time of the morning, different day. And I had like a, a bloom where my entire window was red from the dot. And I could not see a thing. So I couldn't even see my dot. I couldn't see the target through the optic. I couldn't see anything. It was literally just a curtain of red. Yeah. I, uh, with the SRO, what happens when you look into the direct sun? You'll have like your dot, and then right above it to the right, you'll have like a bright, big false dot. And then, oh. so like what I what I do is, uh, I got a little cover now. Am my rake make ready? I'll look to like, okay, this would be the bright far stage. I'll point out there. If I see it, I just throw that cover on. Okay. But it's only happened at air during a match. It's only happened at winter matches, like when the sun comes up late. And mm-hmm. area, the first stage, second, the first stage of the second day, area six, I got it. And then I got it a few times at Nats where we were shooting into the sunset. On those Down last in day. Florida or Talladega? Uh, Talladega. Okay, yeah, because that, I mean, you still have the morning issue at Frostproof, but yeah, Talladega was really kind of crazy. Where it yeah, it was. We almost, over the berm. It was right, right in your face. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, how long did it take you to reach uh carry optics gm once you started shooting that i want to say it was like eight months from initial carry optics to gm and i think i had been shooting i had been shooting about almost two years or no that's not right i think two years make gm and it might have been five months i wasn't shooting carry optics long before i made gm i'm horrible with time and yeah it's i get it (laughs) Now, what was the uh, what was your initial classification when you started Carry Optics? It was A, because I was already M in production, so I, I just got A right off the bat, and then I made M like immediately, and then I stuck there for a little bit. Okay, what well, what do you think was the what do you think was the kicker that got you over the hump from M to G? So what it was is uh, when I would I I wanted GM like really bad, and I would try way too hard on the classifiers and then uh i finally like 
I, I got, I made GM and then I noticed, uh, I mean, I drive fire probably about an hour. I was dry firing about an hour every day then. And then, uh, once I realized if I just shot a classifier, like I shot any other stage, I'd like 95 it every time. Hmm. And then uh, right at, right after I made GM, I I was actually at 100% in carry optics from just not just treating it like any other stage. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, I was tensing up way too much in the classifiers and going way too fast and shooting no points. <laughs> oh, wow. Time was great. Score wasn't. No. <laughs> I was two seconds faster with deltas and mics. Oh, goodness. I guess so. Wow. Now, are you um, a sponsored Recon Sniper Foundation shooter? Yes, I am. I'm on their oh. team. Now, how did that come about? I um, I shot a match with one of the guys who started at Kivel. He's one of the I guys who started that, that up. And uh, he's a... I, just, I met him at a match and we got to talk and then that's how that started. Okay, cool. So who founded the Hold My Beer team? <laughs> that was uh, uh, Chris and uh, Jason Sandelsky and Ted and Ryan Zijak. And uh, they're local guys to me. They're n- more northern J- New Jersey. And then we just okay. we just shot together so much, they took me on right after they started it, probably about two months after they started it. All right. Who who came up with the logo? I guess one of the original guys? <laughs> it was Ted, yeah, Ted. Okay. Ryan's That's dad. That's a pretty good logo. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty it solid. is, <laughs> <laughs> So how many of you guys are going to be in Talladega for Carry Optics Nationals? It's going to be me, Wesley Cronin. He's on Team Homeboy Beer as well. And, and the two twins, I think they're going. I don't think Ryan and Ted are going. Okay. The Sandelsky? Yeah, Sandelsky twins. <laughs> okay. All right. You now can't you tell them apart a... if you don't know them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know them and I wouldn't. So, <laughs> now you had a, a pretty solid finish down at Area Six. Yeah, I was uh, I was pleasant. I was happy with that, how I shot down there. Yeah, you were behind what? Who was it? JJ, Max, and Christian. Yeah. Now, did you ever consider kicking one of them in the shin to improve your? your <laughs> no. <finish? laughs> Now, did you did you shoot the same day they did? Because I don't, I didn't I, shoot Area Six, so I'm not sure. I shot half. I shot so I shot I shot both days. I shot both mornings. So I was okay. Right, I was like two squads behind Christian, and I think Max shot it on staff day. Yeah, he did. And then I shot the same okay. day as JJ. So I was checking the scores. I wanted to be right behind those guys. I wanted to be fourth. They were pulled okay. off. Me and me and Sean Griffith were battling at the end there. We were like two points apart at each other. Then I had an overall stage win that shot me right up. Another former Marine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very okay. good shooter. Yeah, he is. We've had him on. He's he is very good. I actually ran into him at Nationals last year and I'm like, hey, I've seen your stuff on Instagram. I want to get you <laughs> on the podcast. He's like, okay. He's, he's phenomenal. So we we're we uh we message each other all the time. We're two and two on majors. He's got me at two and I've got him at two. So Oh, wow. So when do you guys compete next? South the there's a major in South Carolina in not this weekend, but next, I want to say, I think it's the South Carolina section. Me and him will be there. So I guess that's a tiebreaker. Yeah. At least for now. I'm checking what match that is. I now watch you guys are going to tie. <laughs> we were, <laughs> we were, we were neck and neck both days at area six. Wow. South yeah, South Carolina Sexual Championship will be will, me and him will both be shooting it. So that's a tiebreaker match. Wow. How many <laughs> how many major matches are you shooting this year? I'm doing a lot. So I shot Area Six already. You've got Del Marva this year. Del Marva, South Carolina section, mid Atlantic. After. Okay, mid Atlantic after that. Then wow. Maryland State. What? Good Lord. Maine Area... State. Okay. Area eight nationals and Virginia state. And I might throw one more in okay. there if I could squeeze in something else. Okay. Did you try area seven or no? 
No. Okay. Because that's, that's uh, the, only re- from you. the only reason I didn't do that one is I want to say it's like the week before or after Nationals, and I was like, that's just too much. Okay. That, that makes sense. Now, do you have any plans on, I'm kind of going out of order of my questions, but I don't care. <laughs> um, do you have any plans on ever trying to be on the world shoot team? Yeah, I think I, I think that's something I could maybe reach. I've never really thought about it, but now that I'm getting better, I'm like, maybe that's something I should shoot for. Yeah. I mean, I thought I saw you had posted something on Instagram that what your ranking was. Maybe not. I don't think that was me. Okay. Ranking um, for the world shoot team. Well, no, not for the world shoot team, just in general, but I, I, I may be wrong on that one. All right. So with that, um, I did swipe a couple of your videos off Instagram to play <laughs> to talk about real quick. Um, so it's going to automatically mute our microphones. Okay. Um, so if you want to talk, all you have to do as soon as we get ready or as soon as it starts playing, just click the button and you can unclick or unmute your mic. You see down at the Yep, I got it. Okay. All right, here we go. The first one is Area 6, where it was uh, the first stage of the day. You were the first shooter, and I believe you were. that was a carry optics win for you. On that yes, stage. it was. Yep. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Stand by. Pretty quick. That was that was a good stage for me. I think I only had one Charlie too. Okay. Yeah, that was that was real quick. Now, you I'll be honest, that that is obviously it's the gun and you, but you're shooting that gun very flat. Yeah, it's something I uh I, I've just worked on over time. The brass grips help, but <laughs> Oh uh, obviously. Now does did the Glock shoot as flat? Yeah, I shot the Glock as flat. The only problem I have with the Glock where it's so much lighter, I was having trouble with like my draws. I just couldn't get comfortable drawing that gun because it's literally half the weight of the CZ. Okay. I actually <laughs> I switched to my CZs Friday morning before Area 6. Wow. I put the I put the dots on Thursday night, locked tight them in, set them in Friday morning, and drove down. <laughs> wow six for them. so you're very comfortable with that cz yeah i shoot those very well there's I, I mean i what what happened was is thursday i was practicing with my teammate west we shot air six together and i was just kind of struggling with my glock just getting a little frustrated and he just started reloading and his cz was malfunctioning and i was looking at his ammo i was like your crimp is off i'm pretty sure that's what it is so i loaded a mag full of my ammo and shot the same stage we were running with a cz and i was like I need to go put these dots on my other guns. <laughs> I left practice with the dots on my CZs. We sighted them in and then we drove down. <laughs> wow. Okay. So it looks like I'm shooting CZs this year again. <laughs> I mean, it, what was the purpose of moving to the Glock? I just wanted to mix it up get me excited to start training again, but I'm pretty fired up for this year. Okay. I got kind of burnt out last year, but I got the fire back. Do you think taking the four months off helped? Oh, yeah. I got back into hunting this winter, and I didn't think about shooting at all. And then you go down and take fourth at Area 6. I'll take it. <laughs> I, started training, I, started train, I started training heavy about a month and a half ago. Okay. Wow. All right. We're going to get – let me write that down. And when I'm, when I'm like, in the swing of things, I'm touching the gun every day for at least 20 minutes, probably live firing – once a week because i guess i have a lot of primers this year so i'm gonna train pretty hard do you rob an ammo manufacturing plant no i just i uh a friend sold me some and then i bought some from another guy and then my other friend he bought thirty thousand primers and he sold me a good chunk of them wow okay he got lucky he knew somebody that worked at a gun store and they sold him every primer they got in Okay. Um, all right. I, I've got so many questions right now. I don't know where to go. <laughs> all right, I need to back up. 
All right, so this whole this whole three year double GM, um, don't pick up a gun for four months, start training for a month and a half. You're fourth at Area Six. How much? Where did you learn to shoot pistol? Matt Olinchak. He was a local GM to me. Uh, he was like my mentor when I first started. I shot my first match with him, and I mean that was huge. I right right from the get go my for my first match i had a gm tell me what i was wrong doing wrong and one for him i definitely wouldn't be where i'm at right now okay, i don't think man. he shoots he moved to florida and he quit shooting he rides mountain bikes now but he helped me a ton so you got put on the right track from the get go day one okay wow so you really didn't have much of a learning period or you know a learning curve it was pretty much a straight beeline yeah and he was very honest he was like you suck at this you need to practice this <laughs> <laughs> okay you know it worked yeah it did okay um all right let's watch one more video now this one from area six i believe you said was a combined win so you're this is the overall stage win yeah nobody nobody got me on that stage okay here we go Stand by! If you were finished. Yeah, that's quick. Now, I, I told Leo I was going to ask you, I'm going to ask you the question for Leo before I ask you Jay Bill's question. And the question I have for Leo is he can't seem to hit a steel target if it was standing right here. <laughs> I, I, struggle with him. Of... <laughs> I struggle with him too sometimes. I just shot a match down in South Carolina and I don't know what it is about down there. They like those little steel plates and they were eating my lunch. <laughs> so what's what, cause you were in the first video and the second one, I think you shot maybe one extra shot on a steel target. So what, how much time do you spend do you spend dry fire time on that or do you shoot them at the range? What do you both both? I, uh, this, this year, my friend made me two poppers and I've been using them in practice. And you see, I have popper targets up on my wall behind me. Yep. What I learned with the dot is I can really focus on a tiny specific spot on what target I'm shooting at. And that really has, seems to help. So how much of where you look now is just intuitive? I'd say all of it. Okay. Like, so you're yeah, at that like, point where hundred percent, your eyes just naturally go where you're going to shoot. And then you go from yeah. there. I mean, the only time I'm not shooting hundred percent target focus would be like a 30 yard partial, something like super tough. Where like you have to really pick out a good, good spot with the dot, make sure your dots exactly where you need it to be. But other than that, it's pretty much target focused. Okay. And I have I uh, I have really good vision. I have like 20/20 vision. I think that helps. For sure. Now, Jay Beal's favorite question that we started was what does your make ready and visualization look like? So right before you shot those two stages, when they say make ready, what does that look like? First thing I do is I, I draw my gun, take a sight picture, picture, top it off, put the mag in, put another mag in, make sure I got 20, 23 plus one. And then as soon as I put my gun in my holster, I close my eyes and I envision exactly how I'm going to shoot that stage. I'll close my eyes and I'll take my left hand and I'll just go ding, pop, 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 playing in my reload if there's going to be one. And then I do that one more time real quick. And then I put my, put my hand down, open my eyes and it's go time. And what are you thinking about when you're shooting? It's pretty subconscious at that point. Unless like something really goes wrong and I get frustrated during a stage. What does it take to get you frustrated? Makeups on steel. <laughs> or a malfunction. <laughs> no, okay, it's, it's, it's I get just, that. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> sometimes like uh, I think my biggest weakness right now is every once in a while I'll hit a position. I'll like I'll hit a position with the wrong style of movement that I want to do. Like in my walkthrough, my visualization, I wanted to come into a position one way and then like 
I'll come in different because I'm a little clumsy. Something I'm working on. Do you like the baby giraffe? Yeah. Okay. That was my only only thing I was frustrated with about area six is I think it was stage two. You went you you went right, and I wanted to come out of a position shooting a, a partial, and I shot the open target next to it. And then I had to go back and shoot the partial. That was like my only mess up that match. Okay. That, I, that was something that I messed that I was like pretty mad at myself about. Okay. So what? All right. So I'm I'm gonna pull Steve Anderson then, and that <laughs> and that's why I asked the other question because Steve, um, I've been through one of his classes and his big thing is. You know, you have a focus phrase, the last thing you think about or the last thing you say to yourself, think about before you start shooting. So that way you're focused on the one thing and not trying to think of everything else at the same time. But what do you think caused the issue for you to shoot at a different target first? And then what did you do to correct it? Um, I think the biggest issue was, is I haven't been shooting that much as of like the last, you know, four, four months. That, that was probably it. And it wasn't, it wasn't that, it wasn't like horrible. It's not like I completely ran by. I just had to add extra lean into it. I but, get you. I mean, I don't, I don't really start warming up to about July is when I feel like I start hitting my peak for the season. Do you, okay. So you hit your peak in July. Nationals I, is, go ahead. Once I hit my peak, I, I feel like I can carry it, but like, I don't feel like I'm like okay. super tuned up to about then. Okay, That's how so it takes you that year. long to get to your peak, and then you just maintain where you're at. Yeah. Okay, so from July to October is not a big deal. This year's closer. It's closer this year. Yeah. I I did ramp my training up before Nats last year. I shot more that two to three weeks leading up to that match than I've ever shot in that amount of time. I'll probably do the same this year. Like right before Nats, I'll ramp my training way up, live fire wise like going to the range and practicing. All right. So we'll go ahead and um, we'll go ahead and hit that because my, my questions were going to be, we'll go ahead and compare. What is your training look like now compared to what it did before the ammo issue? And then what does your training look like right now during the season versus, you know, a month before or three weeks before nationals? So I actually start, I've shot more, I shot more last year than I ever have. I, I normally, like all my friends, they know me. I don't, I never really used to live fire that much. I dry fire and then I shoot matches. I use locals as my practice. But now where like, I kind of, I kind of hit a wall. I'd say last year where I was like, or no, two years ago where like, I'm a GM, but like, I need to get better to like, keep up with guys like Siler and JJ. I've ramped my live fire up. Because I was, I think I hit a wall where dry fire was wasn't really doing it for me anymore to to keep improving. I wasn't getting worse, but I wasn't really getting better either. So then I'll live fire like once a week, just like two hundred rounds. And then before Nats, I'll, I'll I'll probably shoot two hundred rounds a day, like for two weeks leading up to Nats. Oh wow! Okay. Now do you where do you do that at? Where do you there's do a uh, fire? there's a local club right down the road, ten minutes down the road. It's quitting gun club. Okay, that's convenient. Yeah, it's really nice, beautiful range. Now, do you still dry fire every day? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Probably, probably dry fire right when we get off here. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you dry fire the same thing all the time, or do you change it up? How does that look? So you can see the array of targets behind me. Yep. I think there's some more that way. And then I have some on this wall. I'll just like I'll pick I'll pick out a little stage I want to shoot probably and i'll just shoot it i'm just trying to do it on the move and then if there's something i'm working on like if i read a match book like they're strong in this match i'll practice that two weeks out for the major okay but it's just getting the reps in every day i think it's the most important part right getting the gun in your hand mm -hmm. if, that's it, that's i'll, I'll do make a big difference i'll do about i used to dry fire a lot but now i'm only doing probably 25 minutes a day at the max 15 at the least oh okay but every day, I don't miss a day. And that's just once a day? Yes. Okay. Unless, unless taken... like, I'm getting ready for nationals, I'm, I may do, I may start doing two a days. Start ramping it up. Now, have you, other than the GM who helped you initially, um, 
have you taken a class from anybody? I took a Steve Anderson class back when okay. I was a master in production. And that's it. <laughs> okay. You are currently on squad 211 at Nats, which is the super squad. Is this your first time on the super squad? Yes. Uh, this will be my second nationals ever, so <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, okay. Now you're on there. You've got JJ, Nils, Christian, Max, Mason, Juanzik, Phil Strader, and I think there's like three others. Do you think that's going to – is there going to be any added stress that you're expecting? I don't think so. I'm pretty good at blocking what other people do out. Okay. I mean, I'm saying that now. I could tell you right. after if it added it. But I, <laughs> I feel like it's not going to mess with me. I, I feel like I, I have a pretty strong mental game now. I didn't used to. But this last year, my mental game's become pretty strong. Until I have a gun problem. When I have gun problems, I get pretty heated. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, those could get frustrating quick. Yeah. Um, now, do you think you would be able to? Because you mentioned that Area 6, you checked the scores. Yeah, I was checking you know, every stage. Right. So in this case, you're going to know at the end of the stage where you were with all the rest of those guys. Do you think there's any chance that that could affect you with trying to keep up with them? It could. Definitely not the first day, but like the second day, if I see myself falling behind, I'll probably turn it up a little bit. Okay. You know, I mean, who? It might. It might not. I'm not. I'm not really sure yet. It all depends how the match goes. Because last nationals was, it was different zones. Like the first two zones, they were pretty. You really had to push it, and then the third zone was pretty technical. So, who knows what the stage will be like this year? Where did you start last year? Zone two, the middle one. Okay, I started on zone three, so that was a train wreck. Yeah, that was it's like, some what pretty wild the stages. world happened up here? <laughs> and I don't mean train wreck in a bad way. I mean, that was just like, holy cow. You're doing all kinds of stuff. A lot of movement, lots of movers, lots of everything. Lots of, you know, strong hand strong and weak hand. Strong hand, weak hand. <laughs> yeah. Two weak like, hand stages, cow. one strong hand stage, because the ammo hand stage was a strong hand stage. Yep. Yeah, it was tough. It was carrying objects and running and shooting the strong hands. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was fun. Oh, it was a ball. That match. I so, thought that match was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, for my uh, first it was match, definitely, I really enjoyed it. Now, do you do you, other than getting the urge to possibly chase one of those guys, um, do you really think there's much? But I, I don't see there being much stress after stage one of each day. Yeah, I'd say the first stage is is always going to be the jit, the jittery one. I mean, I still get first stage jitters, and I've shot almost two hundred matches. Yeah. All right. Now uh, I'm going to throw Juanzik Kim scenario at you. All right, you're leading after day one. Then what? I'm not changing anything. <laughs> okay. I'm not changing nothing. Not when you're shooting against. The heat at this Nationals will be even more stacked than last year. Yes. Because you got, I mean, all these people coming out of the woodwork that nobody's ever heard of that. Like, like look at Dazi. I mean, he is so good. Yeah. Now, I've been following him for a long time, so I knew how good he was. But, like, a lot of people had no idea who he was. I didn't. I mean, he is a machine. I'm like, who is this guy? He, and, yeah, been... you, watch, you watch his videos, man. It's like, this guy's a robot. He is insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to s steal from his, some of his style. <laughs> okay. That's something I've been working on. The, the, the move, my, my movement is my biggest weakness. And I learned a lot these last couple of weeks. And I think it's going to, what's going to make the difference for this year. Yeah. I've been really looking at his videos and when you watch him move, I mean, it's like from the hips up, he doesn't move. No. He's and you see his legs moving. But he is just perfectly steady, moving ahead. It's like, whoa! Yeah, this guy has got it down. He he really does. Yeah, I mean, he's not he's not quick like a he's quick. He, he may not be JJ quick, but he is still quick and steady. And he Amazing. shoots fast. Yes. Yeah. 
He's, he's and now you've got Christian there as well. Yeah. Well, I want to see uh, what he learned from Area Six because you know it's yeah, just I mean, going to make him train even harder. Yep, and that's his what his first major in carry optics ever. Yeah, like maybe his third match, first major, something like that. Right. Yeah. So, and he wasn't he wasn't far behind those other two. No. So, I got him on time by a two tenths of a second. He just shot way better points. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's a machine too. Oh, he's. So, I uh, we used to play Call Call of Duty together, and the way okay. his mind the way his mind works is just pretty insane. Really? Yeah. I know he's a smart dude. Smart, athletic, and talented, and he works hard. So that will take you far. Yeah, it'll take you all the way. Yeah, which he has. Yeah. I mean. He's an animal. So I think uh, I think he learned a lot of Air 6. He's probably going to come back even stronger. Yeah, I'm like, going uh, to remember him. I remember the last match he didn't win before this one was maybe in the ISPIC Nationals a few years ago, and then he's been on that tear since then up until Air 6. That's the first match he's lost in a long time. And it's just going to yeah. make him train even harder with his mindset. And it'll be uh, – I'm going to have to follow him through the major matches to see how he progresses. It's going to be – very interesting because you know he's not going to nationals for anything but first place right so that is going to be that squad is maxed out and then like you said you still have people like dazi who aren't on the super squad i don't he is I, he is surprised did they move him off of it he was on it yeah he's yeah i just checked today huh he was on i'm it. yeah i'm shooting so it's easy for me just to go to nationals and I'm gonna go yell Click at him right it. after we get off this to tell him to get back on there. <laughs> <laughs> I, think he I know he doesn't want to be on there. I think it's because he like I know last year he shot the morning on the last day, then flew out right after the match, because I think he he must run his own company or something. Cause he's he seems like he's always trying to get out of there like as soon as possible. Right. Let me here we go. Should be that one. Yep. All right. I'm gonna share the screen here. Oh, I haven't checked in a few it. days. So, uh, let me. Oh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Now we're in. Oh, I got to. Up one. Scroll down. It's coming. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. So you're you're right there on the top. <laughs> Hopefully it's safe that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he is, huh? I know he wanted to, uh, he wanted the, the, the schedule he didn't like. I heard him talking about it on your show, I believe. Yeah, he prefers morning, I believe. So that might be what he's trying to do. And I haven't gone back to check to see where he. Uh, yeah, he, he probably got moved off of it because he didn't want to, he wanted to shoot the different schedule, if I had to guess. But it'd be, I, I still think you have enough high level shooters. You could create a second. Super Maybe, squad, for sure. The the amount, the amount of people that will be at this nationals is gonna be insane. Yeah. Is Heatherton shooting this? Is Heatherton because he didn't shoot the last one? Jacob? I um, you know, it's been a while since I've gone. Th yeah, Dazi is now on squad one ten in the morning. Yeah, see, he, that's what he wanted. But I mean, you could throw Dazi. You could throw Matt Hopkins on there if you wanted. Um, Luke Cow, throw yeah, Luke Cow on there. Luke Cow. Yeah, I mean, he was having uh, a, he was having a great match last year until he didn't. <laughs> right, Luke, Luke, Luke's very good. Yeah, he yeah. Luke's me and Luke trade uh, matches left and right. I know there are others. It's just so many people. I'm trying to run through real quick. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel you could create a create a morning super squad, an afternoon and super, super squad. squad. That would be really interesting too, because then they would each be watching each other's scores yeah to see who's doing what and what you have to do that would create a different strategy i haven't looked lately but you know like jc jacob heatherton he hasn't shot that much but when he has it's been very good and maybe yeah, like, i don't know because where's the stanley nationals like is coley going to be shooting it like people like that that normally shoot other divisions but are national champions i don't know if they're gonna be moving over right in another division I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, but this this nationals is going to be crazy. 
Yeah, care, I mean, one... you look at you look at I mean, look at the participation of just Area Six, for example. How many people are shooting carry optics is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I you, look. You even have Max Leo Grandis shooting on the women super squad. <laughs> now I know he's the PCC national champion, but still, you know the guy's not. No, I just he's a watched... he's a production GM. He's very good. Yeah, Pistol yeah, shooter. he's very good. So it it's got <laughs> there's there's a lot of people there. <laughs> it's gonna be insane. <laughs> it is. I actually switched. I made sure that I am not shooting on the afternoon. So I can actually go and watch you guys shoot. So it's definitely going to be very, very interesting. Oh, I thought I saw Coley, but no, it was Cole. So I'm still trying to see if there's anybody else there as I <laughs> swing through, but I'm not seeing anyone. So, well, definitely different. Now, what are your thoughts on... Um, 15 stages for nationals. Is that all it is this year? Uh, I think it's it's going to be something 15 to 18, somewhere through there, you know? I mean, I've only shot one nationals, but I, f I think a minimum has got to be like 20. I just think, I think Talladega is just a few bays too small for nationals. From yeah. listening to other people that have shot multiple nationals, I, I'd agree with them. Yeah, this will be my third. I shot, the first one was at Frostproof, and then the second one was at Talladega, and they were back-to-back. -back. And I definitely liked the, I think it was 21 stages at Frostproof, plus you had, um, um, I, why can't I think of the name of it? Chrono. So, yeah. you know, and it was a good mix. You had the in the building, you had one stage that had a 42-yard target, you know, so you had a, a wide mix of all kinds of stuff. So I definitely like that. I'm really, it would be interesting if they could do a four-day carry optics nationals like they're doing in October for the other four. Yeah, that would be uh, be insane. It would be. And you would still fill every single slot, and I bet there'd still be a waiting list. For sure. Yeah, maybe... Uh... With the way Carry Optics is climbing, that's probably going to happen at some point. Yeah, I mean, it is now the most popular division in all of USPSA. Yeah, I mean, so. it, it wiped out production in the short amount of time I've been shooting it. Nobody shoots production anymore. Yeah. Which is a shame because I, I, I did enjoy production, but I do like Carry Optics a little bit more, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's the poor man's open. You know? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, anybody can get it. I mean, I shoot Canics and they're great guns and they're inexpensive. So, you know, I can, well, I mean, I, that, that's my backup gun. So, yeah. I'll probably I, actually be shooting that at Delmarva. Okay. I almost bought a Canic. I couldn't find, find them in time. Ooh. They're getting, very good. Uh, getting guns in this state said. Difficult. It's not fun. I'm moving soon. I won't be living here too much longer, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, Nil seems to run them pretty good, even in limited. Yeah. Nils is but... a machine. <laughs> I was talking, I don't know I was how talking about that tall. Go ahead. I was talking about something about Nils the other day, and like he has to be one of the best iron shooters ever. The I way agree. to come to do what he did with that at at uh limited nationals is <laughs> insane. Yeah, I, I hung out with him and Frank Shu at um, SHOT Show, and we had Phil Strader on after Nationals. And Phil straight out said, yeah, I was rooting against Nils. I was hoping he wouldn't win, he, he said, because if he had won, my boss at SIG would have been like, we're not making anything 40 anymore because you can win everything with a nine. <laughs> Think about that. Phil's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is funny. Very funny. I told that the Nils at Chacha when I first told him, I was like, yeah, Phil was hoping you'd lose. He, he looked at me kind of funny. I was like, because he was in fear of his job. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Nils then laughed. But yeah, he's I, someone as tall and, and big as he is to move as well as he does is 
just yeah. like Mason too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mason's another they, tall they shoot one. very similar the way you watch them shoot. They kind of the same style. Yeah, very impressive. Now, do you analyze your shooting video? Oh, yeah, I break it down pretty good. So did you do that for Area 6? I haven't yet. Um, just I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to okay. shoot because I'm going to shoot Delmarva and I'm just going to watch them all together, I think. So you think you'll wait till after the South Carolina sectional then? Yeah, I'll pull all of those back together to back to back. and see what I think I need to work on out of those three. Like I said, there was only one stage I wasn't happy with at Area 6, and that was, I believe it was stage two. But that was just a mental mess up. It wasn't really a shooting error. Right. Okay. Do you think it had any real effect on your stage finish? Oh, yeah, yeah. That one slowed me down pretty good. It cost me about oh, two seconds. okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think I, I I did you know you play with the editor app I I put it in there I I, I guess it talks about two seconds it didn't change my finish I was just a little bit closer to Siler. What app is that? It's the practice score competitor app. It's like ten bucks on the oh, marketplace. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I thought you were talking about some type of video editing app that. Oh no. <laughs> okay. The what if feature. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people like that one. Yeah, I've used like it a couple of times, but I'm nowhere near uh, the top of the list, so it doesn't really matter to me. Still helps you learn, though. It does. It does. And I've done it a few times. Like, well, what if I did this or that or so? Now, do you? Well, never mind. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you loaded ammo. Or for shot factory, but we already know that answer because you have answered it. Three point two grains of tight group. <laughs> so you do use tight group, okay? Yeah. Have you tried any other powder? No, I bought a lot of tight group when I first started, and I'm still cranking away on it. I'll probably okay. switch when I get when I I have I think I only have like nine pounds left. So when I get rid of that, I'll probably I think I'm gonna try maybe sport pistol or N320. Okay. It's, I like tight group. It meters great. It's very accurate. It's just dirty. That's the only issue with it. Right. So is that the only reason you would switch is just to kind of clean it up a little bit? Yeah. Yep. I could. After like, uh, I, um, my friend gave me some N320 rounds and I shot it with a clean gun. And like, if I shot this much ammo with tight group, my gun would be three times as dirty. Like, <laughs> Tiger's filthy. <laughs> you can see it on some of my videos if it's like a if it's like a uh, humid morning, like it's so smoky. Well, it just on feels, the one it, video we watched, you can yeah, see that there was, was like the, a smoke screen. That was in the morning, so it looked really bad through the GoPro. It didn't look like that when I was shooting it. The video made it look worse. But okay. yeah, tight tight group is it just makes your gun so filthy. <laughs> you shooting one twenty fours? One thirty fives. One thirty fives. Oh, one thirty fives. Okay. Now, what brand of bullet are you using? EBG heads. Have you heard of them? I have not. It's a company on New Jersey. It's a. Okay. We'll check that out. So 135s. Hmm. Yeah. Round nose. It's a IBEGI heads. It's a, out of North Jersey. So kind of local to me. He sponsors all team home my beer it's good to okay. us okay all right well matt that's what i've got you uh anything we didn't talk about or you wanted to expand on or shout out no. to anybody or anything okay well maybe i have to hop back on here after nationals <laughs> yes absolutely we'll have you back on for sure i enjoy your podcast well, i've been listening you. uh ever since you did the one with jay and I've gone back and listened to some past oh, ones you guys okay. did. Yeah, Jay's a good friend of mine. We're always talking to each other. Okay. Friend, well, friends with enemies, enough. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> friends except on competition day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to go shoot up in Maine with him this year. It's going to be a ball. Okay. I tried to go yeah. last year, but the that Monday after that match, I started a new job, and I was like, I can't drive 12 hours and start my first day on the job. 
Ooh, yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I had to call him and cancel last minute because it was kind of like, yeah, you're starting Monday. I'm like, well, guess I'm not going to Maine. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. We just, I don't remember seeing Jay Beal in here at Nationals. It's because he didn't shoot last Nationals. He's in there, but he's not on the super squad because he had the baby. Yeah, I don't even remember f- scrolling through here to see where he was. All right. He's on squad. We we're just talking today. Okay. He is definitely definitely shooting this one. There, but there's another guy you could add to the second super squad. Yeah, Jason. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, he is on squad 209. I mean, yeah, that squad is full of killers too. Yeah, Jeff Oh, Emmett. yeah. Yeah, you got Luke, Luke Cow. Cow, Joel Fisher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good people in that squad. Yeah. Joel that's, Fisher's yeah, on that squad. Right. Blaine's on that squad. Yep. A lot of good shooters there. My friend Jeff Hughes is on that squad. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a heavy hitting squad right there. Yeah, it is. I I feel sorry for Eric Wong. <laughs> he's an open <laughs> I think he's an open shooter. He just he doesn't really shoot carry optics. He's local to me too. <laughs> okay. I was like, man, he's the the only B class or, or below on that squad. I'm like, he's, oh, he's an open A class, so he'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll catch some razzing, but he'll yeah. be good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's funny. Well, all right. Yeah, I definitely want to have you back on then. Um, yeah, probably after Nationals would be good. We can talk about all the major matches you shot. Yeah, well. this is the most I've ever shot this year. And I, I think I might add more depending on what my schedule looks like. I might add one or two more. Okay. Cool. The only match I regret not signing up for was um, Dragon's Cup. That match looks fun. Out in Texas. Yeah. I believe it's in Texas. It is. Yeah, I, I missed that one. I was completely lost track of time. That match is full. <laughs> I, I believe Max shoots that one, too. Oh, yeah. He won it last year. Okay, yeah. And the prize That's table of that a... match is awesome. <laughs> Oh, they actually have a prize table, huh? Yeah. Hmm. I've I've had a few conversations with people about that, about you know, cash or prizes, stuff like that. More things to attract more shooters. I don't know if we need to attract more shooters, but it'd be good for the people something. that are already going. Yeah, absolutely. Prize. You know, we. I won a gun at nationals, so that was pretty cool. It's the first gun I've ever won. So you won a gun last year? Yeah, off the prize table. Get? I won a P10F, but I didn't need a P10F. So I uh, I talked to uh, Jared Fox. He works at CZ. Okay, yeah. Like, Can I use this to credit towards something else? And I I, uh, I got a side-by-side Bob White because I like the bird hunt. So I got a 12-gauge uh, side-by-side. I think the real reason is you wanted to get the gun in less than six months. <laughs> being in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to have to fight for another pistol permit. <laughs> exactly. Do you have to have a permit for every gun? Um, no, just for pistols. Because okay, for but, some but whatever you have reason, to have one works, for every right? pistol. Yep. To wow. get one, to buy one. Right. Okay. It's stupid. Yeah. But that's wow. you know that's the way, you know how it is. That's the way for them to. It's a hassle. So probably they're thinking they're gonna make less people want to buy a pistol, and then. To make exactly. more money. Every pistol that's extra twenty five dollars I have to spend to get another pistol. That just go right wow. to Okay. It's... Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> wow. Okay. And on top of that, it makes no sense because in New Jersey you have to have a purchaser card to buy any gun. It's like a it's like a little driver's license. So on top of that, to get a pistol, you gotta get a pistol permit. So they're doing like three background checks for one gun. It's so it makes Good no sense Lord. at all. Yeah. I won't be here too much longer, I don't think. Yeah, that sounds criminal. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm definitely... I, I don't even like driving north of where I live in Virginia because you get into more of a very liberal, anti-gun mentality, and it just gets worse the farther north you go. Yeah, until you get to Maine. <laughs> yeah. Maine, New Hampshire's pretty good, but yeah. New York, New Jersey, you want to stay out of. Yeah. I Never mean, flying I mean, in New York City with a gun. Oh, I, yeah. Juanzik yeah. had a 
horror story. And and um, it just happened to Vo- Bob Vogel. He taught a class in New York, and they wanted to take him to jail because he had a gun. And he's active law enforcement still. Like it's so stupid. Good lord. Well, all right, Matt. We will uh, we'll reschedule you again then for after nationals and rehash everything. Sounds good. Nice to meet you, all Dave. Right. I'll nice see to you, meet you, Matt. I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> yes, see you then. Yes, sir. Take care. See you. Until next time. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs>